This is the Timothy Project podcast, and we are so glad to... And this is episode two, the second one. We are glad to uh, have this going. And again, so in this, this will kind of function like a bundle of uh, coming all out at once instead of uh, episode at a time. But we are excited about these few episodes with Jerry Welch, who is a family discipleship pastor here at Colonial Heights Baptist Church. So thankful for you being back with us again. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. No, man, that was allowed. Uh, <laughs> I'm but, excited. Yeah, I'm glad you're excited. Uh, so on the last episode, we talked about um, really your role and adult education, Sunday school life group, but part of your role is to lead kind of across the board the, the family ministry, thus your title, Family Discipleship Pastor. Here at Colonial Heights, we developed uh, a few years ago what we call the family ministry strategy. And that is an intent is to help kind of get the picture of if a child is born here, born, I say, into the church, what will take place for them? Not every lesson, not every everything, but what will take place for them in the regards to our coming alongside parents when they are 18 and they are sent out into the world or into college or wherever, that we would be kind of knowing what those 18 years generally look like. So tell us some about the family ministry strategy. And um, yeah, like if that's a good place to start. We'll end up getting maybe how can the church uh, apply some of this. But tell us what its, it's origin for us. Tell yeah. us a little bit about that. Awesome. Yeah, the... Uh Family ministry strategy. We're very blessed here at Colonial Heights uh, to have a phenomenal family discipleship team. Uh, and so we have uh, people who are called by God and equipped and uh, who serve in preschool and children's ministry and uh, student ministry and, and, and with adults. And so our desire in putting this together was to say, okay, we have a plan that we're working through, not for every detail of everything that happens throughout the year, but where are we going with this? And um, we began long before we called it the family ministry strategy, long before we had you know, colorful brochures and things about it. There were pieces and parts of this that we were doing as a natural part of doing ministry mm -hmm. uh, over the sure. years. And so uh, God had just given uh, specific ministers uh, and within those ministry areas uh, some really good ideas about, hey, if we're trying to make sure that this happens before they leave this particular ministry area, then we need to do something specific about that and how are we going to do that. And so we had some of these things built, like events uh, or special training that we were doing for uh, the maybe our, our kids that were graduating out of kids' ministry, moving into student ministry. Yeah, so, so yeah. I'm going to halt and say an example would be we want, we hope that that the gospel has, we cannot change people's hearts, but we want to make the gospel so clear no. that by the time a child leaves and goes into student ministry, that they have heard and know the gospel well. We would hope that that means that they would have turned from their sin and trusted in Jesus. We can't manipulate that, but we want to kind of make sure that that is clear and uh, evident to them. So we're going to put in events or put in programming that's going to kind of help with that, or we also want to help. Uh, th that's one of, you use the word this or that, right? We want to do this or that. To, yeah. uh, another example might be we want uh, 
kids to to know and uh, how to look up books of the Bible, right? Oh, yeah. As some people call it the address, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's yeah, be able to use Psalm one nineteen eleven, yeah. they want to know how to find Psalm one nineteen eleven, and so mm-hmm. like that's a developmental piece that we're going to say we want that. That means that might be a a class we teach or a this is going to happen at camp or this is going to happen at whatever event that will help help those pieces is that is that yeah. kind of what we're thinking of when we think like a strategy like that absolutely that's and and that's how we began mm-hmm. uh, was we had some of those pieces and parts uh, that were being done um, in different ministry areas by different people uh, and uh, we had a desire to pull all of that together so that it made sense as a whole. Sure. And also we wanted to assess and see, what are we missing? Yeah. If our goal is, and typically when we're talking about our family ministry strategy, we're talking about up through the end of high school. Right. And so about the time they hit that 18 and they're getting ready to head off to college. And so our thought was, okay, if we're preparing for that particular time frame, what do we want that student to look like when they leave? What right. do we want to make sure that they have in their uh, toolbox uh, with them, you could say, uh, as they leave here and go to college, or maybe stay around here and get right. a job, or, or whatever it is that they do, but as they leave that particular type of, of ministry that we have set up there. And so, yeah, that was our, our desire, was to pull some of those together so that it made more sense. But we also wanted to, you mentioned earlier about partnering with parents, where we realized that was a part that we wanted to strengthen mm-hmm. and, and something that we're still trying to strengthen is not only do we want to do that for the student, but we also want to partner with parents right. all the way through. Like, how are we equipping parents to be the primary disciples of their children at home through all of these right. different ages and stages, realizing, you know, some of us have gone to seminary and learned, uh, you know, or, or constantly reading books about this particular age group or about how to teach this particular type of Bible thing. Well, not all parents have that luxury of being able to spend that time studying those kind of things. So how can we study it? How can we turn around and Mm -hmm. share it with them in a way that they can use it? Sure. Yeah. So, so really we have these kind of bookends, Mm -hmm. we call them commissioning. We have four commissionings and Mm -hmm. we don't have to go into all those, but, but we have the bookend ones, right? The, The first one is this family commissioning where we would say, this is what, typically might be called baby dedication, but we emphasize on the parents. They're the ones being commissioned to raise their babies, their children, uh, so that, and we actually teach the the same uh, passage of Scripture, Psalm 127, Mm -hmm. then that we also teach, again, at the senior commissioning. So not just graduate recognition, but for us, this is another point of commissioning, sending out uh, these seniors like arrows, Psalm 127 says. So so you kind of have these bookend commissionings here that, that then we're saying, okay, the stuff in between, right? The stuff in between, and that's where we've got what we would call milestones and rites of passage and different pieces along the way. There's, there's stuff core truths that we're wanting them to learn. And uh, in fact, um, again, I realize this is the Timothy Project, uh, but on the church's website, colonialheights.org, uh, if you search through, um, I don't, uh, maybe you know. Just go to four, like colonialheights.org slash family ministry strategy. That's one oh, good that's way That's even do better. Yeah. So if you do that, you will actually see kind of graphically yes. and uh, what that looks like, and you can you can look at all of the different core truths, the things that we want 
uh, babies to know, the things that we want preschoolers to know, the things that we want elementary age and middle school and high school. We want them to learn these truths. And so the, the curriculum we choose, the uh, events we plan, the activities we coordinate, all of that, right, is, is plays into this as we partner with parents. And that's what, uh, as you look at that, if you go on our website and you look at those different yeah. pieces, just a little explanation about what each of those means, because it really does mean something different to us at Colonial Heights than it does to some people in the world when we use the terminology milestone right. or rite of passage or even courtrues. That one's more generic. Uh, but uh, Brian Haynes and others have written about milestones and and walking your children through these kind of things. There have been some great uh, authors, people that have really studied this, done well. And we utilized a lot of their materials in developing what we did. But we began to realize that we had two different categories of things that we wanted to create as we were doing this, that there were some things that were us as a church family, that members of Colonial Heights, Christian families could do together, and that's where we developed our four, what we call milestones, family commissioning, salvation commissioning, which is baptism, uh, mission trip commissioning, uh, another one very important for us, and then senior commissioning was the fourth one. Those are ones that we believe are for Colonial Heights members. That's us partnering together, and I love that the family commissioning and senior commissioning usually happen back-to-back in May because we, we tie... Family commissioning often to Mother's Day. Right. And then senior commissioning with them graduating high school. So they're very close together. So you see here, we're talking about, like you said, Psalm 127, where we're we're preparing uh, these arrows that the Lord has filled our quiver with, and we're getting ready to shoot them out. And then two weeks later, you see a crop that we're shooting out, and and this is what's happening. And so those are specific for Colonial Heights members. Like to participate in those, you would need to be uh, a family member of Colonial Heights. But then the rites of passage are things things that we figured out, there are some things that we wanted to build into this that are open to everybody, that you don't have to be a member, you can just attend, you can be a part of. And so for us, we developed them related to some key points in ministry, like uh, we have an older preschool transition where they're moving from Mm -hmm. one area of preschool to another, and they're right about that three years old, they're moving into a different style of learning, that kind of thing. And so it was a good opportunity proximity yeah, yeah yeah they're they're moving in proximity to yeah. where they were to where they are sure, in sure. the in the building but then we're also shifting a lot of things in the way that we teach them and wanting sure. to partner with parents there but we realize there are other transitions that happen as they move you know from lower elementary to upper elementary or as they move from upper elementary to middle school or middle school to high school or whatever where those were some key times uh, that we wanted to make sure we're really pouring into parents and helping sure. them prepare for that next phase that they're heading right, in, right. Uh, but also preparing the students for that uh, as well. And so those became the the ones that are for everybody. There's a couple of more that we do related to our camps uh, and some things that we have sure. for different ages, and then uh, one that we call priority, uh, which is for uh, our upper elementary students, that yeah. as they get ready to leave upper elementary and move to middle school, that we really spend some time uh, preparing them for how to use your Bible, how to make godly decisions, uh, right. walking through spiritual disciplines, those kinds of things. I've got two fifth graders, and both of mine are currently in priority. Yeah. That that uh, Again, it's like this additional thing. So you have to kind of commit to that. It's outside of the normal, mm-hmm. like, 
again, Sunday morning hour. It's not during that time. It's a different time of the week. And that, but it is, man, it's a significant, they are growing like substantially through that time. It's been really special. You've had all yours go okay. through that too. All three. Uh, and just the, the benefit is, is great. What, what I would, maybe, maybe this is a good kind of, uh, that explains it, but maybe this would just be a, a practical point for the, the pastor or the minister who wants to think of how can I do something like that um, w- w- maybe without having to develop our own. I don't have a whole team. Uh, it's just me. Or uh, what, what, can I, what can I do intentionally to help apply that concept? Because it seems great, mm-hmm. but, but that's a little overwhelming for me. What might you say to that pastor or I, I imagine like again minister of education or associate pastor who just kind of catches everything yeah. what would you say to them that, that they could take home today and begin to apply some things I would say there's number one don't be overwhelmed by the overall structure of right this. right I've been at Colonial Heights for 17 years we put this together about three years ago into right. a formalized structure um, so for 14 years I wouldn't say what we were doing wasn't good. Right. We were doing good ministry. There were good things happening. And what happened was along the way, little bits and pieces of this, uh, only a few of these things were new three years ago. Mm-hmm. Most of it involved things that we were already doing. So I would say capitalize on what you are already doing. Like pay attention. Where do you see some positive things that are happening? And how can you begin to unite some of those things? And I think sometimes it's it's even just making a list, writing it down. I'm a visual learner, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people do learn better by, by seeing things. And so writing down like, okay, so I know that uh, we move them. We, we have a transition where they're going from preschool to right. what I would call a children's minister or a kid's minister or something over here. Well, when does that happen? Okay, is there a way I could partner with parents right there? Look for natural places yep. where you could find those. Or making some gradual changes on your what has traditionally been a baby dedication right um and explore what would it look like to commission a family to raise children to be godly uh, followers of Christ it, it's sometimes it's just a a change of nomenclature it, sure. it's changing your wording yep, a little yep, yep. bit not necessarily changing what we're doing i think in most if if you're listening to this here in the baptist church you're not thinking that that Baby dedication is salvific at right. all. That has right. nothing to do with it. What it is is parents dedicating that baby to the Lord, saying, I want to raise this child to serve the Lord. And so um, it's just making some slight changes sometimes in our terminology so that parents go, oh, this now I different. see what yeah. you're doing. And if you can do a few things to unite those things along the way, then they can begin to see there's a path. And yep. sure, if you can draw it on a marker board <laughs> or you can put it out there where, where they can see it and you go, oh, that, then, then it helps to connect. Yep. Yeah, that's good. Well, uh, did you have anything else to add? I would say the one thing we didn't talk about really was core truths, yeah. and and I would encourage you. We spent a lot of time sure. walking through what do those core truths look like. We very purposely chose God, man, the Bible, the church, and the world as the mm-hmm. categories, and then we broke those down for each age group. Don't feel like you have to recreate that Um you're, you're welcome to use these. Yeah. Um, but I, I would say these were some things that have been key for us. And even just the other day, we had to make a decision about curriculum we were using for a particular ministry that was getting ready to happen. And mm-hmm. we began to realize 
there were some things going on with the curriculum that we were looking at that violated one of our core truths. Right. And we looked at it, and scripturally speaking, we had to make a change right. and go, we're not going to do that. So I encourage you to consider those. Absolutely. Those may not be the kind of things that you use every single day with every single thing that you do, but should carry you back to what are our foundational truths based right. on God's Word um, that really help us to make decisions about what we're doing and how we're doing it. That's good. That's good. Well, I do hope that uh, all of this helps. You can certainly learn more about that at colonialheights.org slash family ministry strategy. And uh, in addition, uh, if you have never visited, you can go to thetimothyproject.org and learn more about uh, this ministry. And again, I hope you uh, enjoyed this episode. We've got more to come and I hope you have a great day.